What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, I'm going to be holding down for C-Dub and Bob. We're going to talk about Allen Williams uh, calling the defense and how it could be a little bit different than what Matt Eberflus had expected to call. We're also going to talk about the hits principle for the Chicago Bears defense, what that means and how it's been embraced so far on the Chicago Bears team. And then lastly, we'll talk about what to expect from the starters in the upcoming preseason game. We'll get all that and more on today's Chicago Bears Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, before we get into anything, it seems like we had some changes with practice today. So all reports coming out today. Looks like looks like it's actually Lamar Jackson uh, that started on the outside corner at practice today. I wouldn't say anything's reading too much into that. They are doing a, 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 a kind of live game um today so it kind of is what it is there it uh, looks like values jones also did the opening kickoff like i said nothing too major there but i did want to talk about uh cole commit uh he did stretch with the team uh he did play it's just helmets today so not a contact thing like that so you know bears practice has been pretty interesting today per reports but let's get into the weeds of it today um first up we're going to talk about matt eberflus and how his Kind of his coaching mindset um, in the first two topics. First, we do have that, you know, Matt Eberflus has already said he's going to be playing kind of the overseeing CEO is the way that it was uh, described when it comes to managing the team as a whole. And that defensive coordinator Allen Williams and offensive coordinator Luke Getze are going to be doing most of the play calling. So Allen Williams is the true lead of that defense so far. And so, you know, he said that uh, it's been that way dating back till January when they started. Um, he said it's been Allen. He's been in the room. He's been leading the defense and he's been doing a really good job at that. And it really stood out to me. We know uh, Eberflus is a defensive minded head coach. We do know that, uh, you know, he brings in that 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 defensive scheme that we've moved to. But it really does seem like it's really Allen, Allen Williams who's been doing the play calling, who's been making the decisions there, who's really been leading that defense. And I think he's been doing a good job. You know, I, one of the things that I've been saying so far and what I've seen from the preseason game is the defense is something that I've been extremely happy with overall. Um, I think the defense is a little bit further ahead of the offense as far as just grip, gripping the scheme and everything like that. And it, that, that was to be expected. I think we all expected there's a lot of veterans over on that defensive end, especially when you're adding Roquan Smith back into that. And, you know, it, it makes sense, right? It makes sense. Uh, and that's how most head coaches do. You have some head coaches that do take care of play calling, things like that. Uh, but then you have uh, head coaches that was like Marty Schottenheimer, who like didn't even wear a headset. Like he really he didn't even wear a headset on the on the on the sidelines. He just kind of let his coordinators do their job and do their thing. And that really shows empowerment uh, with uh, Matt Eberflus and him hiring the right people, the people that he trusts to guide both sides of the ball. And so, you know, with that said, it it, it is what it is. Uh, he does say that, you know, his his scheme is rooted in the cover, too. Um, and so, you know, similar to what Lovey Smith brought to Chicago. So it kind of it kind of is what it is there. More more of the same. This Chicago Bears defense, I'm really, really appreciating. And I think that it's going to be, um, you know, I think the defense is going to be better than what even some people are expecting, especially now that we do have Roquan back in there. Roquan's going to be motivated to go out and get his money and prove that he's worth the contract that he's seeking. Um, uh, Robert Quinn, if he can come back and have a, I've said it before, if Robert Quinn even has 80% of the season that he had last year, it's still a Pro Bowl season for the Chicago Bears. So this defense is going to be huge. Um, you bring in, you know, uh, Allen Williams, who is familiar with Eberflus and the way that he ran things, and you have cornerback coach James Rowe in there. Like the defense is 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 really really on point. And so you know one of the things with this defense and that 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 we have here with this defense is the 
the HITS principle. And that's an acronym that stands for hustle, intensity, takeaways, and playing smart. And that's something that, you know, it's it's been Matt Eberfuss's thing. It's his it's his methodology. It's one that's been accepted by these players. When you hear the things that like Kyler Gordon, even Jaquan Brisker have said uh early on, is that that's that hits principle. They are adopting that, they're living, breathing it, and it's going to pay dividends, I think, just for the, the way that this defense has. Everybody surrounding the ball. The principle of that is built around everybody going to the ball, attacking the ball, trying to make moves on the ball. And one of the players that we've heard about this that has embraced that is Jalen Johnson. Now, we know what Jalen Johnson could mean. We know how he could play. And, um, you know, he even said that it took him some convincing, but he finds it uh, understanding in it and he's embracing it. And we have a quote, quote from him that says this. It was just something that I wasn't familiar with, something I wasn't used to doing. So naturally, there's going to be some back and forth, but really coming in, being in it, going through it uh, during the spring. And now, like I said, it's becoming second nature. And they came up with a saying for this, right? A Shakespearean type quote. And is that thou who runneth to the ball, good things shall happen. So that's what it was boiled down to. This defensive scheme is about getting and attacking the ball, running to the ball, making those moves, being diligent in the way that you do it. And we all know. For the, when the Bears are the monsters of the midway, it's because of the defense. And so bringing in a defensive methodology, having that type of, of mantra, whatever you want to call it for the defense is going to pay, I think, huge dividends for the Chicago Bears team, especially when you have the young rookies that you do that are coming in here that are really, I've said it before, these rookies are going to have a big role in this. And when you look like Jaquan Brisker, he is living that hitch principle. When you saw the way that he is always around the ball in some shape, form, or fashion, and he's going to get a bunch of turnovers this year as well. Um, love it. I love everything that's going in. Loving the 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 impact that this principle is having on the Chicago Bears as well. And, you know, Jalen Johnson says this as well. And as a leader, I have to push myself to push other guys to uphold that standard. I'm definitely used to it now. It's natural. It's what the expectation is. And that's the difference in what we've had from going from Matt Nagy and losing the Nagyitis to moving over to Matt Eberflus. And hopefully this is something that continues this whole time is that the expectation levels are set for these players. They know what's expected of them, and they 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 know if they don't perform it, they may not they may not have that starting job. Matt Eberflus is setting a tone here. He's building a culture here that one that I think is going to pay off for years and years to come for the Chicago Bears. And I am, for one, glad that it's on my team. So that's what I think of that. Let's go ahead and move into the next one, the last topic for today, and that is the risk versus reward of playing the starters in that preseason finale. And it's really only one risk. Let's let's be clear here. The risk is injury, right? That's the thing. The biggest risk of anything, it's not throwing interceptions. It's not the offensive line looking bad. It's not really, I wouldn't even think like teams learning your offensive scheme. It's injuries. Injury, the potential of injury is the biggest issue with playing your starters a whole half in the final preseason game. And usually in a preseason finale, you don't see your starters a lot. Now with it, Moving to three preseason game from four, it makes sense. But again, with this team, I think the reward way outweighs the risk, in my opinion, right? Yes, there's always going to be a risk. Anytime you put on football pads and you go out there and the goal of the game is to get a ball that other 200-plus grown, grown men are trying to tackle you to stop you from moving the ball, there's going to be risk of injury. But the reward that can come from it, right? This, this offense is going to need snaps and reps to really get going, right? We know this. I've said it before. If you've been listening or watching this show for long enough, I've been preaching it for a month plus now. 
it may not be until week four, week five, week six that we really see this offense, it just clicked for this offense, that we really don't see them getting the groove, that we really don't see them getting that rhythm. It could be that, especially when you look at like the injuries that we have, to like Byron Pringle, still out, projected to be a major part in this, right? Cole Komet's only played in one preseason game so far. The offensive line is still, like we really kind of just finalized and kind of not even then what the starting offensive line is going to be. They need reps. They need to get those repetitions in. And and the way to do that, yes, it's preseason. Yes, there is a risk for injury, but the risk, of the, the reward of that, the reward of having a, a, a whole nother half where your team can get a chance to get in that rhythm, right? We, we've said it. A lot of other uh, Bears uh, content creators have said it as well, that Trevor Simeon has looked almost more comfortable, more poised than Justin Fields at times. Is he the better quarterback? No, nobody would say that. Um, well, let me not say nobody because there are all some crazy people out there. But with that being said, Justin Fields needs that. The wide receiver court needs that. These wide receivers haven't played a lot of time. Yeah, they built some chemistry over the 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 offseason with Justin Fields, but the only one that really has a huge amount of chemistry with Justin Fields is Darnell Mooney. And while he's a big part of that, don't get me wrong, he's going to be a huge part, and I think he's poised to have a very great season for the Bears. You need more of that, right? You need to get, like, practice is so only, you can only get so much out of practice. Running even scrimmages in practice, you can only get so much out of that. You need to run full speed. And I would even say you can only get so much out of preseason, too. But the but the the risk, the benefit of the starters going the first half really just comes to simulating what they're going to see once week one starts. Once they play it, this, they've only put, the, the starting offense, and this is an interesting stat, has only played 27 snaps during the two preseason games together. 27, right? 27 snaps. That's not a lot. That's not a lot of time to really get things going. And with the expectation, with the, the not hype, but with the eyes that are going to be on this team, you want to get those reps going as, as much as possible. And yeah, there is some risk to it. But at the same time, there's always going to be that injury risk. But playing your starters playing them anytime to get extra repetitions is going to be what separates this team. And listen, we're playing the Browns. I, I, listen, for those who know, I hate the city of Cleveland, but with that being said, you want to get them more reps. Vegas Jones has not played that many, uh, that many snaps at all. We don't know. You're still trying to take a look at what players are and aren't going to make this team. Now that's going to come in the second half when you do have, you know, your starters sitting. But I think the risk for me personally, I mean, the reward of what could come from the from this team just getting that extra half before the start of the season to get in rhythm is is going to vastly outweigh any of the risk. I say that knocking on wood and hoping that nothing the worst does not happen. But let me know what you guys think down below. Does the reward outweigh the risk when it comes to the Chicago Bears starting the whole the, the starters? playing that whole first half. Let me know what you guys think about that one down below, but that is it for us for today. Unless any other news drops, thank you for tuning in to Chicago Bear Central. You can follow the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.